everyone, and welcome to Unconventional Episode 4. I am Chelsea. I'm Christian. And I'm Andrew. Yeah, yeah, and as you can see, we have Andrew Hodgson here, who is our special guest. And this week is going to be kind of our wrap-up of Ooh. our first quarter. So the episode title is I Am Significant. And like I said, yeah, we're just bringing it all together. And um, the honor episode, the glory carriers, and the, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember the first episode's title. No Longer Sinners. There we go, that one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're tying it all together and just getting into it. So, for a quick recap, Andrew, do you want to take it away? Yeah, a quick, okay, quick recap. I'm going to try to do this as, as succinctly as possible. No so, pressure. So, the first, first, uh, first session we talked about, I'm no longer a sinner, I'm a saint. Mm -hmm. And basically what we did is we looked at Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8. And uh, oftentimes I found that Romans 7 kind of gets, uh, it kind of gets, uh, singled out and people talk you know well basically this is where Paul's saying like you know the thing that I don't want to do I can't help but do and the thing that I want to do is like I can't seem to do it and so uh, basically we're kind of looking at that and kind of trying to put it in some context like what does it like how does it make sense in light of Romans 5 6 and and Romans 8 and because the whole time he's talking about identity. He's talking about the, the new nature, our new covenant that we're living in. And so what he's, what he's done is basically he's, he's not actually talking about the new covenant that we're living in. He's actually talking about the old covenant and using that as a way of contrasting what we're living in with what we used to be in. See, what he's saying is in the old covenant, I knew what was required of me. I knew what God wanted. Like when, when God handed Moses, I'm going to go over five minutes. I'm trying so hard. That's <laughs> when God handed Moses, when God handed Moses the 10 commandments, that was the moment we knew what God required of us in order to be made right with him. But now we have a new covenant. And so what he's, what he's done there is he's talking about, listen, under the old covenant, I knew what God required, but I had no power to do it. But in the new covenant, I've been given a new life and a new nature and a spirit, the Holy Spirit, to actually live this thing out. And so that's, that's episode one. I'm no longer a sinner. I'm a saint. He also, in, in Romans 8, he talks about uh, condemnation. And we're, we're no longer, those who are in Christ Jesus are no longer living under a, con, like a, a condemning spirit. We're no longer living in a, a condemning covenant. And uh, basically what, what condemnation is, Oh gosh, condemnation really quickly is, is it's taking something that I've done, like something that I've done, negative that I've done, and flips it into our identity. And so if I've ever stolen anything, doesn't matter how big, how small, condemnation says you're a thief. If I've ever lied, condemnation says you're a liar. And so uh, Paul says there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, so our identity is no longer found in our sin, but in our Savior. So we're trying to find our, our identity, this significance thing, in our Savior. And then week two, we talked about glory. And glory is, is uh, my favorite definition of glory is from Paul Manwaring. And Paul Manwaring says, glory is anything that reveals and reflects the character, nature, and attributes of God. So we've, he also goes on to say, uh, uh, because of that, when God made us, it was his glory to make us. So it is everybody walking around on planet Earth has a glory because we have been created in the image of God, made in the image of God. Those of us who have come into the new covenant, who have come into a relationship with Jesus, have a greater glory because we're walking around with the Holy Spirit everywhere we go. And we have the mind of Christ and our heart's yeah. been transformed, all those things. So so week two is we have we carry a glory. We are glory carriers. And then uh, then uh, John talked about honor, and he did so, so good uh, just preaching on honor and the subject and and basically, uh, 
if it's true that we're significant, if it's true that you carry a glory, if it's true that we're no longer sinners and we're saints, mm-hmm. how then do we actually treat each other? Because if it's true that you're significant, I need to actually address that in you. I need to, I need to treat you accordingly because you are significant and you do carry glory. How do I do? Is that, I is that, that was that good. under five minutes? That, that, that just good. about covers yeah. it. That was really well done. Yeah, it's very succinct. It was great. Um, so... Now that you guys have an idea of just this entire quarter, and I know there was so much, there were so many good things that came from that. Um, if you had to define this quarter in one word, what would it be? I mean, for me, it's a basic answer, but impactful kind of kind of gets it on the nose for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just personally, like there was a there was a ton of things that were said that from Andrews. Um, kind of sessions and then John's as well like yeah this this makes total sense I don't know why I don't get this mm-hmm. like it, it was very like I, and I think I said this before on the previous podcast too where um, I it's very common sense but then because it's common sense you forget about it mm-hmm. so it's nice to be reminded and like kind of have that impact on on you mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I gotta throw it. What? What? Okay, what's your <laughs> one word oh, to do? Yeah, we're going to you. Yeah, no, we're, just, we're just messing it up here. What? What? What would you? What word would you use to describe it? Uh, identity. I mm-hmm. think that is really just. If it summarizes the entire quarter so effectively, I think because everything that we talked about identity was linked in through right this idea yeah, yeah. of significance, this idea of being a glory character, of yeah. honoring. Right, it's all combined together into the identity that we have in Christ. Yeah. So that would be, that's my word. Yeah, it's all the pieces of the puzzle (laughs) coming together. So good. I, I think that I think yeah, <laughs> I think (laughs) one word, I'm not good with just one word. Uh, but I think if I had to use one word, I just say new. Yeah. Like I have to understand the identity. I have to understand, like, I'm not who I used to be like Mm -hmm. that, that man died. Yeah. When I gave my life to Jesus, I love Colossians 2.11 because it says that, like, when you give your life to Jesus, you had a circumcision. Uh, stop. <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't a physical procedure. It was a spiritual procedure, the cutting away and removing of our sinful nature. Like, I need to know I'm not that thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I, like, I need to have that in my head. And, uh, and we kind of talked about this a little bit in, in one of the sessions, but, like, Romans 8.5, which says, like, those who are led by the Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So, like, if I want to start living this thing, I just got to start, tra- like, changing, Romans 12, too, like, transform my mind, transform my thinking, so that I can start living this this new covenant, this new life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That was good. That was very good. I agree with all those. Um, <laughs> Points to Okay, all so of kind us. of, Sorry. I mean, this kind of is just what we talked about, but also biggest takeaway. Um, like, I, we've had so much that we've talked about and that we've done and that we've learned from this quarter, so what is the biggest takeaway that you can get from everything that we've learned in the past, like, two months? I guess, well, it's not one takeaway for me, but my biggest takeaways are, like, the, I think it's the, like, the post-session kind of ministry moments mm-hmm. that we have uh, with the rest of our, like, the rest of the young adults where we kind of get together, we pray over people. Um, we just kind of, like, soak in God's presence and, like, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a yeah. number of times during, like, throughout, uh, just during through, um, my words are jumbled, sorry. But um, just throughout the entire quarter where it's just like, this never happens here. And it's new, like, yeah, it's new, it's impactful, um, it's waking people up to their identities. Like, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah like uh i like i've seen healings i've seen uh i've seen people who just kind of like come and like fully admit something that like they've been dealing with for for so long and like just to like i've seen people open up and that's kind of like my biggest takeaway from like this quarter essentially and i'm very excited to see where this ha like where this kind of goes mm -hmm. on so you're saying like like the message actually begins to transform people. yeah 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 like i like i i felt like i saw that a lot so good. You're up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going for me, man. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this has kind of been a message that Laura and I have been carrying for uh, a few years now, and and it to me it's just a lot of fun. Like the takeaway is like this isn't this shouldn't just impact like what I do at church. This mm -hmm. shouldn't impact just like what family life is like, but this impacts like every area of my life. Like mm -hmm. every like how I how I you know do work needs to get transformed like how i get gas is transformed because i'm living with an awareness of i know it looks like i'm here but i'm actually seated in heavenly places because yeah. i and i i have this significance on this glory thing about me uh and so that yeah so it's been really exciting for laura and i just to watch just what's gone on at young adults and watch yeah watch how people engage with the message watch how people like they're just start to get transformed mm -hmm. as a result of the truth because ultimately what ha like you hear the truth and the truth sets you free so that's yeah. been really exciting for us mm -hmm, yeah i think yeah 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 um for myself i think a big big takeaway is just it's we're in this process of awakening mm -hmm. right it kind of goes with what you said earlier is that we you know last year we talked about was a year of um, us, like the young adults seem to be healed from past experiences and that kind of thing. And then this year is this year of awakening in which people yeah. are stepping into those identities, mm -hmm. are beginning mm -hmm. to have those um, recognitions of, oh, this is where, where I'm meant to be. This is what I'm meant to be doing. Um, and just really beginning to lean further and further into the spirit as totally. those awakenings continue to happen and to expand and to grow. Yeah. And I think one of the really interesting things is that that's not just happening in the young adults that's spreading out into the different uh generations as well at forest brook like we've yeah. seen some of the older people come down and join us at like last week's worship night right that was massive yeah and that was, awesome. that was really filled and it was on f metaphorical fire i always say metaphorical fire just to clarify i'm cool with real fire <laughs> 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 i don't want to <laughs> anyway but it's yeah and so it's really interesting i think to see that process and that as we talk about I am significant that that realization of really truly who you are and that you know there's celebration and all the good stuff that comes with that yeah right so so good so good yeah um okay so we've talked about the quarter biggest takeaways how do we take all of this stuff that we've learned and live it out in the real world right yeah why don't you start, Chelsea? Oh, no, <laughs> we are not pulling that. Well, I also, I think. <laughs> well, because like, lead by example, man. <laughs> well, do you remember like the question I kind of like? I felt like I was given to. Uh, I think it was. I don't remember what uh, session it was, but I it was the the thought of just just kind of think of what would happen if you like lived righteously mm -hmm. in your like every day. And, like, that's where a lot of, like, Andrew's anecdotes of, like, oh, I was at Home Depot, and I was praying over somebody. Mm -hmm. And that completely changed this one, uh, with this one person's personality, right? And, like, so, like, things like that. It's just, like, 
why aren't yeah. you doing yeah. that? Like, why aren't we doing that? It's just, it's, it's, it's one practice. It's two kind of like surrounding yourself with yeah. people that will like spur you on. Totally. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I, let's jump on that. What is, I hope this is okay. What, uh, That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a guest here. Uh, like what, how would you answer that? Like, why aren't we? Like if, like, so if I actually true, do have an answer we? for this, oh, and sick. Chelsea knows this answer too. Come on, we psych ourselves out. Okay, a lot. Totally. Right, we are our uh, we are our own worst critics. I know totally. from experience as like an artist and a creative person. Yeah. Like we get so in our heads about yeah, our faith. Sure. Like, are we doing enough? Oh, I'm not doing enough. That means I should be trying to do this. Oh, but I can't do X. That means yeah. I'm just gonna re- and like you just constantly retreat back and back and back into like the recesses of your own mind. Yeah. And you just get lost. Sure. So like the messages all kind of like correlating in the session like it reawakes you to like this yeah. isn't as hard as we're making it out to be. It's all it's kind of all in our heads. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, and ultimately, you know, especially like some of the stories that I was sharing just around healing, like I, 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 I can't figure out how a deaf ear opens up. Yeah. Like it's not on me to do that. Mm-hmm. My responsibility is to actually just st- start stepping out and realize that like Christ is in me and he actually wants to, like he actually wants to do this stuff. Yeah. At, like at work, at the grocery store, at home, wherever. Well, I also think you like you yourself, ooh, I just ate my mouth. <laughs> like. Sorry. Like I think like you yourself have to want that. Like sure. You 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 have to meet God. Yeah. Right. For yeah. Him to kind of like give you, um, give you that power. Yeah. Right. And this kind this is my turn for an anecdote. But like there's this one story that I heard that kind of stuck with me all the time. It's 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 related to healing as well. But um, this one pastor was like, if you believe, if you stand on the word of God, you will be healed. And this one person, uh, she was this really sick woman, um, new to Canada and stuff like that. So she went home and stood on the Bible and was immediately healed because she wanted Whoa. it. Like she wanted, she wanted that. She was, she, she had that faith. Yeah. Right. Wow. Like, that's so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That, wow. So I've been meaning so to good. share that with people for so long, and I finally got a chance to. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. What is? Do you know what like the condition she had was? Um, I, I it was some sort of chronic I- illness that okay. was very constant and like okay. just caused her a lot of trouble with yeah. every, her everyday life. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, my um, uh, my kind of using what you just shared to kind of to jump off of like we've got to take risk. Mm-hmm. We've got to take risk. Like I, I would say Jesus coming to earth as a baby was the greatest form of risk. Yeah. Because like, you know, we know in the Bible, it says that he's willing that none should perish. His heart isn't that any would die without having a relationship with him, but he like, it was still a risk, <laughs> you know? And so, uh, you know, Jesus modeled risk and we have to be willing to take risk and mm-hmm. we have to be willing to look dumb. I can't tell you how many times I've looked dumb. <laughs> You know, like whether it's giving out a word of knowledge. Hey, I, you know, do you have a family member that's going through this right now? Yeah. And nope. Okay, cool. Thanks. And just, <laughs> you know, just it's better to here. it's better to swing and a miss than not swing at all. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, think you said that. Yeah, I may yeah. have said that, but <laughs> it's but yeah, it's just it's just starting to get comfortable with risk. Mm-hmm. And what I've learned about risk is like risk is, it's um, 
I guess onions maybe is a good or no, I don't <laughs> like onions. Let's go circles. Uh, <laughs> but like you, you may maybe like right now you're like what you're willing to do and what is a risk, like the circle might be small. Mm -hmm. But as you keep pushing at that, the circle gets bigger and bigger. And then you just keep pushing at that risk thing and then things that like a year ago were felt risky to you, all of a sudden they're second nature because, oh, I've been actually pushing at the boundaries of risk in my life and now and now these things are way easier than they used to be. Doesn't mean they're like, doesn't mean I still don't have that like, are you sure, Lord? Am I like, is this what I'm supposed yeah. to do? Doesn't mean you don't go through any of that. It just means, it just means I don't, like that conversation between me and the Lord doesn't happen as long as it used to happen. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's so. Chelsea, sweet. your turn. Um, <laughs> I think one of the big things is to, I guess, check yourself. Mm. And when I say that, what I mean is, if you're going out into the world and doing this, where are you coming from? Yeah. Are you being a glory character, for example, or are you more doing this out of kind of like a prideful thing where you want affirmation sure. and that kind of thing? And like I think you that want attention. Yeah, and yeah. that's a really fine line, I think, because sometimes because we do have a, gen a genuine intention to do God's work, but I think at this it it can give you a bit of a kind of a, a high a bit, you know, to get that constant affirmation and that kind yeah. of stuff to the point where you do get a bit of an ego and you're like, oh, I can do all this great stuff. And so it's like, no. Like, remember, humility is so key to doing this. Yeah. Uh, and make sure you're doing everything out of grace and out of love and out of a genuine heart for God mm -hmm. and yeah. that you're not doing it because you want someone to say you're great. Like, you would rather they say God is great than you yeah. are great, right? And it's a really fine line. So I think a big thing is kind of checking yourself and where are you coming from when you go and you do these kind of actions and that kind of stuff if yeah. you're saying it in God's glory, right? Yeah, that's that's good. Mm -hmm. I, I, we were uh, with some friends. We were going through a, a study recently. Well, you guys read it. Uh, Supernatural Ways of Royalty mm -hmm. by Chris Ballatin. And one of the things he points out in there is is those 12 disciples who hung out with Jesus, they started bickering and arguing about who is the greatest. Mm -hmm. And the point is you can't help but hang out with Jesus and start like you. the natural kind of overflow of hanging out with Jesus. Like you start to think that you're great. And, and again, it's not, it, like, you know, there's pride and then there's stupidity. Yep. Pride is thinking I'm more than I am. Stupidity is like that false humility thing. And I need to know, like, I don't, I don't want to go into the pride thing, but I don't want to go into, like, the false humility yeah. dumb thing. I want to know, like, okay, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And, and that's, that's really the core of this message from this quarter has been I am significant. And I don't, I don't want to be prideful about that. I don't want to be dumb about mm -hmm. that. I just want, like, oh, like, it's true. So, like, when I'm, when I'm on the GO train, like, I, it's normal for people to get around me and they get healed, saved, set free, delivered just because they got around me. And who's on me? Well, the Holy Spirit's on me. You know, Peter and Paul walking through a street and their shadows heal people. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. It's because they're, they're so full of the Holy Spirit. They just, like, they're leaking him everywhere they go. And so that's, that's really the core of this message. Just like, wow, I, I'm so radically transformed and starting to believe, as you've pointed out, I need to believe differently. Mm -hmm. I need to think differently. You know, I, I, two of the, the core beliefs that I have that affect my life, what do I believe about God and what do, what do I believe he believes about me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and if I can get those two things down, we're going to see revival, transformation, reformation, all those things because we just start to believe we are who he says we are. Now over to you, Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a question in my head to ask and I can't remember it. Um, I mean, yeah, everything that you guys have been sharing and stuff has been really, I think, valid and true to what we have been talking about for the entire uh, quarter and very reflective of 
you know, our previous episodes and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to kind of, again, see everything coming together, right? So um, now we're coming to the end of the episode. And the one thing I want you guys to think of is, is there something that they can actually practice, like, right now and, like, the following week or next two weeks that they can do that us has to do with like the entire quarter of I am significant is that mm-hmm. sitting down and listening to the Holy Spirit and saying God who am I today is that uh, is there someone you need me to honor and that kind of thing um, and like what was an activity and an actual thing that they can practice doing yeah. to understand the significance of themselves in Christ yeah are you, are you asking me or are you asking I'm asking both of you okay. I think you kind of said it while you were asking um, it's just I, I guess I don't know how vague this is going to sound, but practice being receptive to the Holy Spirit. And that's obviously like through prayer, like, mm-hmm. God, uh, God, what do, you, what do you want me to do here? Uh, what do you like? Uh, how do you want me to serve today? Right. And like have those kind of little mini prayer slash pep talks with yeah. God mm-hmm. and like being able to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think. I, is that vague? Does that work? No, I yeah no yeah? I think that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean uh, for starters, I think you know we've already mentioned it, but Romans eight five like that's a great starting place, and it just says that those who are led by the uh, those who are led by their sinful nature think about sinful things, and mm. those who are led by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. And I think step one is monitoring what I'm thinking about. You know, did maybe maybe I sinned yesterday? Am I still living under like the authority or the condemnation of that thing that I messed up with yesterday? Am I how am I thinking about things? Like do I think that I suck or do I think that like I am significant and regardless of what happened like God doesn't define me by what he what what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. He says this is who I am today. And so step 1 is just changing how we think. It, you know, start starting to see ourselves differently. One of the things that I don't do this all the time, but one of the things that I try to do is ask God every day uh, God, what are you calling me today? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you saying about me today? And I've just, I, that's been, you know, sometimes it's, it feels profound and other times it's, it's, you know, uh, you know, you're powerful, you know, you're a leader, you're, and just starting just to believe the things that God's saying about me. Uh, and I found that to be really powerful, just transforming how I think, because if I can transform how I think, then the overflow of that is, okay, now all of a sudden I'm starting to th- see things. I'm sitting in a boardroom at work. And, you know, w- maybe you serve coffee, maybe whatever it is that you do. But, like, for me, I'm sitting in a boardroom, and, and I'm, okay, God, I don't have a solution to the problems that are, are coming up around this table, but I know that heaven has solutions to these things. Mm-hmm. And if it's true that I'm a glory carrier, and glory is anything that reveals and reflects the character, nature, and attributes of God, then, and I have the mind of Christ, then I can actually have solutions. I can tap into heaven's, heavenly solutions uh, on how to deal with these problems. Uh, but it starts, yeah, it starts with transforming how I think, then transforming how I act. And I would say, like, with the honor thing, that is just, that's a lifelong practice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lifelong practice of recognizing what's on somebody's life. Because let's be honest, like, everybody's kind of in different places. Like, yeah. some people are further do- on this journey. And, like, there's some people, like, when you're, like, you're hanging out with them, you're like, oh, like, it's so easy to honor you. Like, it's just, it just, like, you can see it. Yeah. And then other people, it's just like, oh, you need some work. And, yeah. and so, you know what I mean? It's just like, it, so it's it's kind of that lifelong, it's recognizing where people are at, recognizing that God's still doing something in their life, that regardless of what they did this morning, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so just, just yeah, I hope, I don't know if that answers the question. No, I think I'm hoping that's it does. Good. Yeah, that's okay, good. Yeah. good. 
Alrighty, answered so it better than I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've come to the end of our episode. Um, Yo, you got out of that question, man. You just <laughs> we've you come <laughs> to the end of our episode. <laughs> just calling it out. I don't know how you guys do it on this podcast typically, but like, I just. Well, hey. Chelsea, hey. how do you how how did how does life transform as a result of these messages? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so close. Um, okay. <laughs> oh gosh, I gotta think. I think this. we should have Andrew on like pretty <laughs> often then Uh-oh. to get you to talk hey, more. I talk. <laughs> I contribute. Um, okay. I think it, it kind of tying in what you did. I think we um, definitely need to change our thinking patterns uh, for sure because again, we do tend to get stuck in that mindset of, and I think Carl Nash referenced it today, busyness as well. Yeah, totally. Right, in which we just we get so, so caught up in day to day life stuff that we totally forget. Like we can tap into God's power and be like, "Hey, come help me out with this." Yeah. Like, yeah how do I solve this issue and that kind of thing. So I think changing the way you think, changing your attitude are so key, being open to the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Saying, hey, yeah, it's good. you know, I'm struggling. I need your help. Come, uh, just, yeah, come into me and help me out and help me figure this thing uh, out. And just really navigating those things um, with the Holy Spirit and just, yeah. I mean, I think you two pretty much hit it on the head of what you guys can be actually doing. So I encourage you for this week to go and just find opportunities where you can, in the business of it all, to sit down and listen to the Holy Spirit and be like, God, who am I today? Or is there someone I can honor? Um, or, you know, what is the solution to this problem? And mm-hmm. really just pay attention to what are the things that God is kind of nudging you towards yeah. so that you can carry out their work into the day-to-day world. Yeah, okay. that's so good. Now it is the <laughs> end of the episode. <laughs> can, yeah. can, I, can I have one more thing? Can I, yeah. can I, I'm sorry. Closing remarks. I, I don't know what Go time ahead. we're at here, but like, I uh, love Romans 8, 19. It's, a, it's just a, a favorite passage of mine. And it says that all of creation is eagerly longing for the sons and daughters to be revealed. And, and this thing is so significant because all of creation is longing for us, the sons and daughters, to get revealed. So, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's a huge part of this is doing this for ourselves, for our own growth, all that. But a massive part of this is doing this because all of creation is longing for the thing that you carry, whether, you know, whatever it is that you carry, because you do carry something. But, like, for you to, like, find that thing, the whatever it is that you uniquely do to reveal and reflect the character, nature, and attributes of God, find it because all of creation, your workplace, your family, your wherever it is that you go is longing for you to, to come into who you've always been born to be. That's it. Alrighty. So we are at the end of quarter one <laughs> and uh, two weeks. We will be back with the first episode of quarter two. That'll be episode five. Yeah. Uh, quarter two's theme is God is good. And we will have more on that for you guys in our next episode. So we'll see you in two weeks. Sweet. Bye. Bye.